Hello, Mind Bloomers. This is Mind Bloom, the safe space at the intersection of mental health advocacy and breast cancer awareness. Mind Bloom is your podcast. Come back weekly and listen to my guests as they reflect on their close encounters with emotional disorders and breast cancer. Not an easy task, but we promise to make your mind bloom. Hello, Mind Bloomers. This is Marina G, your host, and this is Mind Bloom. Please remember, the content provided by Mind Bloom is not intended to be a substitute for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay seeking medical treatment because of any content referenced or authored by Mind Bloom You. Hi guys, hello and welcome to episode 57 of Mind Bloom. This week we're talking about toxic positivity and how you can keep it at bay in your life. For as long as I can remember, people in my life have urged me to think positive and to be more positive. I'm sure you can say the same thing about you. But what does that even mean? to be more positive, to think positive. If we don't do some inner work and we don't find out where our negativity comes from or how to overcome its root issues, then positivity is just another word with no significance attached to it. Nothing more than temporary relief which keeps us trapped within this vicious cycle of self-pitying and unproductive thoughts. I have a different interpretation of positivity. By positivity, I mean authentic and empathetic openness, availability, which is not to be confused with toxic positivity. So can negating negative thoughts be a bad thing and and should we toxic positive is you see an overuse of positivity and an oversimplification that lacks the true depth of what's going on within us toxic positivity is a misguided and shallow interpretation of our emotions it ignores our complex makeups and it limits us from exploring the potential for growth within ourselves. Though there's no doubt that having realistic expectations can help us achieve goals more effectively, I'm not convinced that we should actually be afraid of negativity. There's, in fact, a growing body of research that believes that toxic positivity is a trend that misses the point of positivity altogether. The goal in life isn't to be happy, but to practice self-awareness and acknowledge our own feelings. 
And those feelings include happiness as well as sadness or anger. Toxic positivity ignores this practice and I'm entirely against it because brushing away our emotions stumps our emotional and intellectual growth over time. So why is this idea of being positive so pervasive? Why does positivity seem to be the go-to coping mechanism, particularly among those who, like me, have experienced a traumatic event or abuse or loss? It's so interesting, right? According to research, there are two different types of people, those who can only see the glass half full and those who seem incapable of seeing it any other way but half empty. Both tendencies might come from an innate need for psychological protection or safety. So we have this need for psychological protection and safety and perhaps that's why positivity or toxic positivity um, rings in so close for both the half empty glass people and the half full glass people. No doubt we've all known someone who seems incapable of having a negative thought or someone so pessimistic that they're always waiting for the other shoe to drop. And for both these groups, toxic positivity is comforting. Or so they think, so we all think. And what about toxic positivity on social media and what can we do about it? This notion that we should stay positive no matter what comes up over and over again, especially on social media. We're being told from an early age and especially as women to ignore our negativity because it doesn't serve us or that we need to be positive if we want to achieve our goals in life. There's no doubt that the self-help industry has latched on to this idea as a major lifesaver. I mean, this is a million billion dollar industry. Stay positive, focus on the positive. You got this, you can do this. And social media, along with the self-help industry, took the ground running. So it's so common now to witness someone share a difficult time on social media, which is rare, really, because social media is full of uh, happy thoughts and happy people. And I mean, I get it. Also, if you're going to be inundated with toxic positivity when you say something sad, well, then might as well don't say it and that's I guess where people everyone is going these days let me just share the positive and just be part of this happy bubble that I can't really seem to fight so every time someone shares something difficult on social media uh, you will see that post inundated with positive comments 
things like you got this or you've done it before and you can do it again. Uh, and this can relate to, you know, breast cancer, uh, some mental issue or, uh, or job loss, uh, the loss of someone you love, uh, illness. I mean, you name it and you'll see over and over again this, you got this, it'll be okay. Um, I mean, sure, but you know, when is enough, right? So if someone you know is sharing a difficult, a challenging moment, what I invite you to do is is pause and think before commenting. Uh, and, and let's continue talking about this because I am offering some cool tips for when you find toxic positivity in your, in your life or in the life of those you love. So do you think that toxic positivity can lead to more suffering? Um, if you would ask me that question, I think that toxic positivity definitely leads to even more suffering because at the root of it, it's inviting comparison and competition into the conversation. So when someone is being toxically positive towards you, what happens is that um, the, my reality, the thing I was telling you about, uh, stops being the focus of the conversation. And instead, it becomes all about me, my feelings, versus everyone else's. And that feels debilitating and actually produces the exact opposite effect of what we were trying to achieve with positivity in the first place. So here's an example. If someone says to you, you're always so gloomy, you should be more positive. I hate it when people say that to me. They're actually implying that in comparison to others in their frame of reference, you are gloomier or you are the gloomiest of them all. So I invite you not to bite that bait and leave it at that. Leave it be. Don't respond. Walk away. You are in control of your response to a triggering event such as this one. If, on the other hand, you catch yourself saying something like this, even to yourself, we do it all the time. I got this. I've been here before. What am I complaining about? I got this. Let me do this. Um, even, even to ourselves or a friend of yours, a loved one, try rephrasing it into a more supportive, empathetic phrase. So instead of, you got this, or everything will be okay, say something like, I hear you. I understand you're going through a rough patch. And perhaps that is enough. Avoid saying it'll be okay because you really don't know that. And for the person struggling at the moment, it may seem that things will never be okay. That's why they're struggling. Uh, a few days later, follow up with them 
see how they're doing. Ask questions and listen actively. Acknowledge strengths and weaknesses alike. If you still want to introduce the silver lining into the situation, wait a few days or, if you must, say it without comparison. For example, I'm so happy self-care is becoming a priority in your life. One of my favorite quotes is Maya Angelou's We are more than victims, we're survivors. When someone tells me to think positively about something negative in life, job loss, uh, high risk for breast cancer, um, you know, having to find a new apartment, living um, in New York City, which is so expensive, my response now is always to say how I feel because I understand now that my feelings are valid. Do you think toxic positivity is the same as gaslighting? I asked myself this question as I was thinking about toxic positivity. And yes, I would argue that toxic positivity is a sugar-coated form of gaslighting and they can both be seen as classic manipulation techniques. While gaslighting relies on making you believe you were wrong, delusional, forgetful, toxic positivity expects you to overcome obstacles by questioning the validity of your emotions. So the answer to that question for me would be, yes, they're very similar and they're both very manipulative. And we need to both be aware of the triggers they may provoke in us. So here are three journaling exercises or three writing prompts that may help you stave off toxic positivity and its impact on your emotional wellness. I hope these help and please let me know. Number one. Keep track of your thoughts on paper. Notice patterns. Write about the last time someone told you to be more positive. What was the context of this interaction? When this, did this happen and, and why? Number two, what would you prefer someone said to you instead? If you write down the concrete thing you'd rather people said to you when you are feeling down, you will be more prepared next time to offer your take on your own feelings instead of reacting on an impulse. And number three, keep a journal and take note when someone tells you to be more positive or a similar uh, phrase. Remember to be mindful that you may have just gone through something difficult. So it's very important that you stay tuned into your emotions rather than feeling like your mood needs to be adjusted to someone else's needs or point of view. It's about you. It's about prioritizing you, yourself, and loving yourself more than uh, meeting the needs 
uh, or the expectations of someone else. So before we go today, please remember, emotions are natural and should always be acknowledged. And that includes fear, anger, sadness, frustration. So the next time anyone tells you and tells me to think positive, remember that I'm here now telling you that all your feelings are valid and important, no matter what they may be. So thank you guys so much for listening in. Please find me on all social media platforms at MindBloomU on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, TikTok, uh, and then Clubhouse and YouTube as uh, and LinkedIn, sorry, as Marina G, MindBloom You. Join my private Facebook group, Blooming Academy, and my club on Clubhouse, uh, Blooming Academy. Of course, you can always write me an email at info at mindbloomyou.com and please visit my website, mindbloomyou.com. <laughs> It was a pleasure to spend these few minutes with you. I hope to see you around this week and I hope you have a wonderful week uh, with no toxic positivity whatsoever. Have a good one. Bye-bye.